Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Last week was a busy week for markets as several major central banks announced their interest rate decision. And while the U.S. Fed and the ECB hiked 25 basis points, as widely expected, the BOJ shocked markets with a surprise move. So to find out more about how each decision have affected markets, joining us on the phone today to tell us more is Gary Dugan, who is the CIO of Dama Capital. Hi, Gary. Welcome back to the show. Hi there. Hi. Okay, so Gary, you know, there was a lot of news and central bank action to digest last week. I mean, growth, it looks like it's remaining robust, inflation a little less threatening. So this is indeed good news for markets, right? So how are markets faring at the moment? Is last week's uh, U.S. Fed decision still playing a role in markets? It is. I think, you know, people love to tell a story that it's a soft landing. Mm. So that we're almost finished on the increase in interest rates, the growth is good, and inflation is starting to fall. But mm. um, I'm not so sure it's, we're going to continue on that path in the longer term. Okay. Uh, challenges out there. But for the moment, good news. Okay, so moving forward, do you expect equity markets to experience some further momentum? We do, but I think there has to be some rotation. So there's been some substantial leadership from the U.S. market that's mm-hmm. had a powerful run. But I think a lot of people are getting more uncomfortable with a very high level of valuation. So Mm. we need to see a rotation of cash flows from investors going into places like Europe and Asia to keep the global equity momentum going. Okay. Okay. So what are some headwinds that we can expect from markets? Well, I I think it's further down the road. You know, a lot of people want Mm. to think that we're very close to peak in interest rates. Mm. But I always say that if you've got lots of growth, which you're enjoying, there's always a, you know, a sting in the tail, and that's that it creates more inflation. So mm-hmm. recent months have shown a deceleration uh, of, of the inflation pressure, so inflation has fallen. But I think with more growth, we're going to see a re-acceleration of those inflation pressures, mm-hmm. and therefore that could bring in the threat of yet higher interest rates. Mm-hmm. So how should then investors mitigate these risks? How should they be placing their assets at the moment? I think you still go with the equity run. I mean, if you've mm-hmm. got a lot of uh, powerful data coming out saying that confidence is up, mm-hmm. that um, the growth rates are starting, you know, people are upgrading their mm-hmm. growth forecast for the balance this year, equities will continue to push on. Mm-hmm. But you must um, also think that we're going to see some inflation pressure. So I keep saying to people, please keep some cash in mm-hmm. the bank. Okay. You're getting paid well for it. And that'll give you an opportunity to buy into weakness down the road. Right, right. So if you're saying there's weakness down the road, right, does that mean right now is a good time to enter the market or no? It is, but only for tactical trading. So, you know, if you were to buy a bit of European equity market or Mm -hmm. some of the Asian markets here, yes, for a one or two month run, Mm -hmm. uh, I think you can make some money, but not for long term investment. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the best opportunity. Okay, okay, I see. So let's also talk about European equity markets here. It looks like it's a different story there. You know, how are markets there faring at the moment compared to their global peers? It's been quite a struggle. Mm-hmm. But as I said, the valuation, which is very low, I mean, in the U.S., you talk about P multiples of 22, 24. Mm-hmm. In Europe, you talk about 12 to 14. So a lot of bad news is discounted. And just in the last week, we've had a couple of indicators that say that, actually, you know what, Europe's also enjoying a bit of a, of a revival mm-hmm. going on here. That revival, I think, turns into 
you know, a, a, an improvement to the market. The market's down about 10% relative to global markets over the last mm. couple of months. And it could just start to catch up with some, you know, outsized returns mm-hmm. over a short period of time. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the opportunities there in the European equity markets at the moment? I think you've got to look to those that have been really beaten up, and that includes some of the consumer stocks. Mm. We've had a bit of a setback in those luxury goods names, which mm-hmm. are, are very good for the longer term. Okay. And you might also look at some of the banks, because I, I, get, I don't see the, com- the region getting into banking trouble. Mm-hmm. I just think those uh, markets have uh, disappointed just because of the loss of economic momentum. Okay, okay. And closer here in the region, last week, Japan, you know, has moved along the long path towards policy normalization. And last week, they did shift their policy move. How significant is this move? What does this change now? Yeah, it could have been more powerful. It could have been more emphatic. But I think we've got to take on board these subtle changes. Mm -hmm. So they didn't make a big change to the long term framework for monetary policy. Mm -hmm. They just said, we will allow JGB yields, 10-year JGB yields, to rise towards 1%. Mm-hmm. Now, that is, uh, in my mind, just one small step in the direction of normalcy. And the reason the equity market's going up is that they just see change. And mm-hmm. I think this is just another element of change in Japan and good news for the equity market. So moving forward, will there be more changes? I think the, the Bank of Japan is, is doing it step by step. So if mm-hmm. they see further signs that inflation will persist, that the economy is, is, is starting to grow at a pace perhaps stronger than before, mm-hmm. I think they will endorse that small move with a bigger move to say, you know what, we're going to leave our ban now to say that the peak in interest rates uh, mm-hmm. at the long end will be 1%, not just for the next uh, week or two, um, but we will allow these markets to maybe trade more freely in the future, and that will be seen as a positive. Okay, okay. I mean, Japan, it has long stuck to standing pat with its monetary policy. I mean, and it's it's helped with equity markets. We've seen Japanese equity markets rally on in the beginning of the year. But with this latest move, is it possible that we see a reversal in the stock market rally? Or is the market welcoming this move? I very much doubt that the equity market will lose long-term momentum. The only challenge to the market would be if people look at this change in monetary policy and say, well, that's good news for the yen, Mm -hmm. the yen appreciates, and that's typically, at least on a day-to-day basis, a bit of a headwind for the market because it Mm. means that companies would not ordinarily be making as good a profit in yen as they would have done in the past because the exchange rate changed. But as I said, I think there's a momentum in the equity market related to things that the companies are doing. Mm-hmm. And then you've got monetary policy on top. And the companies are becoming more shareholder friendly. And that's appealing to foreign investors. So are you positive on Japanese equities going forward? What's your outlook like? We are. I think amongst all the markets, um, it's probably the one we have most conviction about. Okay. Um, it has a relatively low valuation, mm-hmm. good momentum in profits and corporate change that we haven't seen probably for a couple of decades. To be right. quite frank. What factors then could actually see a reversal in the rally in Japanese equities? Yeah, I think that comes if uh, the corporate sector doesn't deliver on the promises being made. Okay. Yeah, they talk of being more shareholder friendly and dividend increases. We need to see more of those companies doing it. It can't just be a narrow band. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, as I said, we're confident that this will broaden into a big theme and that the broad corporate restructuring in Japan will bring better returns for shareholders. Okay, okay. But what about the Japanese yen? I mean, the BOJ move it stirred volatility for the yen. Do you see the yen you know, stabilizing anytime soon? 
We would like to think so. And, mm. uh, um, you know, it's had a, it had had a big sell-off as people just scratching their heads saying, where's monetary policy taking <laughs> us to? Mm-hmm. The next, this most recent step, I think, is at least the, the central bank is taking control of the dialogue with the market. Mm. And I would see that as a positive. So I don't see a, a very sharp rally in the yen. Mm-hmm. But I think a stabilization is around 135. Mm. would be seen as good news by the market and not such a challenge for the equities. Okay, okay. Well, Gary, before we let you go here, what else should investors be looking out for in the next couple of days that could move markets? Uh, there's a bit of data coming out of the U.S. Um, mm-hmm. I think if we start to see uh, further clear news that um, the U.S. is accelerating, but it's bringing an inflation problem, mm-hmm. then this rally will peter out a lot quicker than I think. So just be, look at the labor market data that, like, later this week. If it's strong, mm-hmm. then the market might get concerned. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Gary, for your time and your insights today. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking with Gary Dugan, who is the CIO of Dalma Capital. I'm Hong Bin Jung, and this has been Money in the Market. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.